Welcome to the 422nd consecutive week of Cinema PsyOp. I'm your host, Court, the guy that is really regretting some of his life choices he made to try and troll his co-host, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Put a cord in your ass. You played yourself, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, in covering the Star Wars Holiday Special, I neglected to realize that I, too, also had to watch the Star Wars Holiday Special in order to (laughs) possibly critique it in such a manner. And we're going to give it the full PSYOPs treatment, good or bad, uh, love it or hate it. The uh, Star Wars Holiday Special will get covered for us frame by frame, basically, like we do it. (laughs) Yeah. This is the only way Star Wars gets represented on this show, and uh, so it's up to you on how we're going to perceive star wars this week this is it huh this is the only time i'm ever going to get star wars on the show <laughs> you will get uh, back to school it's already on the schedule if you look uh i've, I've got... uh, i know i know i'm getting back to school so i'm taking wins where i get them <laughs> <laughs> also uh gemsner fest yes, starts just after this episode too yeah that's nice as well <laughs> sometime i'm gonna tell you i always keep forgetting my very first ever really uh cinematic trauma and we got to do it sometime i think it's the transformers movie (laughs) that killed my innocence (laughs) there's Uh, no other movie that killed my innocence more than that yeah the only thing that could have made it even more traumatic is for him to immediately transform into a coffin like they did in robot chicken i could tell you each and every line in each and every part of that movie in order uh, and the junkions were like my favorite thing, and they didn't do much with them after that either. So no, and then and Eric Idle barely was in uh, G one episodes after the uh, after the whole thing. So it sucked. <laughs> yeah, I like them too. It's good stuff. <laughs> Your ten's going to be a pretty indulgent year as it's stacking up. So um, yeah, I may actually give you even more picks. It depends because uh, oh. Yeah, year 10 was always going going to be something that I wanted to do for year 10 that was going to be super indulgent for me. So I guess I can throw a couple your way, too. Sweet. Someday we will do the original Star Wars trilogy. I just feel it. <laughs> I'm not throwing those your way. <laughs> That's too easy. God damn. <laughs> just i mean pain and suffering come on dude you are getting like three months of laura gemsner films for fuck's sake i mean that's i know that's that's true all right i'm not saying this year i'm just saying somewhere down the line yeah 13 fucking weeks of laura gemsner movies in some way shape or form the central world of black emmanuel box set i went through it and i was kind of conferring with matt i'm like okay so there's some clip show ones where it's just basically like a bunch of other movies clipped together with laura gemsner sort of hosting as emmanuel and we decided to skip those we skipped the bruno Mattei ones that we've already seen and the clip show ones were also directed by bruno Mattei, which is why we decided just to skip them because we are done with that man we know what's gonna happen yeah <laughs> Basically, if uh, Laura Gemsner is not in it in some way, shape, or form when it was in that box set, we're not going to cover it. That's basically yeah, how it no. works. Yeah, and then if she was... we're only in this for Laura Gemsner, at this point. <laughs> and then also like uh, the Bruno Mattei movie that was just a clip show. It was literally just clips of other porns clipped together with yeah. her hosting them. So of course, that's like the least fucking interesting way to even see a porno. <laughs> for God's sake! Yeah, right. No shit. <laughs> we're not doing Mondo movies again. We've had enough of those and that's basically yeah. what that was we were we already murdered ourselves on that <laughs> <laughs> and we're also trying to delay the fact that we have to talk about the star wars holiday special by doing yeah. Extended pablum yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're uh, uh, uh and the only reason i brought transformers is i just recently ran across it on youtube a full movie for free on youtube it was great so if anybody's looking for it um yeah it, 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 that just sparked me i was like holy shit i took me right back to being a little kid and just 
fucked up for the rest of my goddamn life. <laughs> oh man, I remember watching that at like a slumber party, and then all of us just being bummed, and it just wrecked everything. It, that it was my party. first. It was my first real experience with death. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's save that, and we're going to take another yeah. type of trip through death by talking about the Star Wars Holiday Special. So uh, there's not going to be a Pirate Radio edit versus a main feed, because this week all of the music was featured in the Star Wars Holiday Special is also the music for the show, and that's going on the main feed and to the Pirate Radio edit. So this is God, all the same Did you get B. Show. Arthur singing? Did you get B. Arthur singing? Of course, it will show up on yeah. this show. Thank God. All right, good, good, good. That's good. <laughs> up first, because it was the shortest song we're gonna have princess leia singing the her life day song right after this this will keep it quiet oh hi there i didn't see you you call me cutting a new show i'm bo ransdell and i'm one of the many creators you can find on legion podcasts i said quiet my fellow podcasters and i work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting but that comes at a cost what's that like to live deliciously Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. Because the Star Wars oh. holiday special is the greatest made-for-TV holiday special special of all time. God, you know, yeah, seriously, God rest her soul. How much coke do you think she was on for that? I mean, I hey, you know what? Give her this. She is got an incredible voice. She sang oh, that. Oh hell my God, out of she's that. a trooper. 
Yeah, it's. I, I'm not saying anything yeah. about her voice being bad. I'm just saying, oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is a thing that happened between Empire Strikes Back and A New Hope. So yeah, 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 yeah. New Hope and Empire, you get you flipped them. Yeah, it's, Anyhow. it's between the two backwards is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Between those so, races, Star- this happened. Yeah. Well, Star Wars holiday special. Here we go. So. Uh, we start uh, with Han and Chewie and the Falcon. They're getting chased by Imperials. What's new? They're in the worst reconstruction of the Millennium Falcon cockpit I've ever seen. Just terrible, but it's our first clip. That's it. I'm turning back. I know your family's waiting. I know it's an important day. All right, we'll give it a try. I'll set your coordinates. Won't jump far. I'll get you back there in time, pal. Trust me. Oh. Our only hope now is I'll run that Imperial garbage scow, though. I'm going to light speed. Oh. That's the spirit. You'll be celebrating life day before you know it. Stand by. Here's where we say goodbye to our unpleasant friends. I don't know, man. I'm thinking that's pretty accurate to how I remember Star Wars as a kid. Yeah, shut up. Just shut up. It's not. That's what I remembered it looking like. Yeah, but that's not what the cockpit actually looked like. It's not right. And anybody who's actually a Star Wars connoisseur who actually watches this will see it. It's hard to explain. It's just not right. <laughs> All right, that's fine. All right. So we arrived to the planet of the Wookiees, Kashyyyk. Uh, uh, Chewie's dad is working on a X-Wing toy, carving it out of wood, while Chewie's son is playing with a different X-Wing model, and Chewie's wife is working on dinner in the kitchen. This is a lot of stuff here. They make the son do a lot of, you know, chores. You can tell there's no real dialogue here, just the Chewie's talking to one another. Oh, this is the TV talking to one another. at its absolute finest, it's just people yeah. walking around in suits. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's toads padding. Uh, um, Itchy is the dad, right? And Lumpy yes. is the son. What is the mom's That's name? correct. Uh, the mom is uh, Mala. Mala. Uh, yeah. This is all canon, yeah. everyone. So you have to pay attention. Yeah. Yes. Everything's canon. We're well fucking aware. <laughs> the same. God damn it. It's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important that he has a father named Itchy and a son named Lumpy and a wife oh. named Mala. It's canon. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It happens hey, between you know. two things that are canon. It's canon. It's can- I know it's canon. I, I, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> anyway. You're just not happy about it is what I'm it is. Not, I'm not happy that it's canon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's a, um, that's a good position to take. I understand. Yeah. 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 I fully accept. I've always accepted that this is canon. I, I just don't have to like it. <laughs> so, anywho. We see the wife. She really misses Chewie a lot. Uh, she's staring at a picture of him, and and Chewie's dad comforts her. Um, then the grandpa plugs in a holographic circus for the kid to watch. It's just, again, really more padding than you fucking really needed in the world. I think this is supposed to amaze people at the special effects, but it did not. <laughs> I would say that if you're not familiar with TV variety shows and just how lame they could actually get, what yeah. this is doing is taking your typical TV ver- like variety show where they have like the dancers or the musical guests or whatever that are doing their various bits and they're finding a way to weave it into an actual story. So mm-hmm. as far as these types of specials go, this is one of the finest produced that you would have gotten around the time. It just yeah. so happens that 
that is because it was also wrapped around Star Wars, which was really gaining some momentum. But this was like a requirement, wasn't it, that they had to do this for like part of the getting the funding for Empire or some yeah, shit? For Empire, yeah. I, I believe this is a necessary evil. Right. To, to put it as best as you can. I don't believe Empire happens without this. Right. So, but the stuff that they put into it also ties the two movies together because what Han and Chewbacca are doing are leaving the planet after getting those rewards. Uh, yeah. At the end of A New Hope. They're getting the, they got the awards and that actually plays into the storyline of this show quite a bit. Um, yeah, it up, does. Coming up later on. And the, I like I said, I paid attention to this because I wanted to know the story and I wanted to follow along with it so that um all my other critiques would be valid for what I have to say. Uh, but <laughs> but like, I just, I want to state that, that the reason that they're leaving the planet and fleeing is because it was after that award ceremony and of course the Imperials found yeah. out about it because you can't They gather. know where Yavin 4 is, yeah. Yeah, and they can't, they can't fucking gather on a giant like gathering of awards for the rebellion of blowing up the fucking Death Star and not immediately get chased off the planet. Of course that's going to happen. That makes sense. They had enough they had enough time to get their awards and have a little bit of a party, and then they had to get the fuck out of there. Right. And this is immediately after that, which is actually kind of a cool idea if you're going to do a tie-in for your holiday special. I yeah. like that. That's cool. Yeah, it's 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 not it, it's a great idea for a holiday. It's just was that well actually you could have done this better. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh yes. Yeah. I'm not arguing that, but I'm just trying to look at the positive points to find in this because yeah. I know that's going to frustrate go. the hell out of you that I'm going to just keep taking that tact and looking for good things about this. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, go fuck yourself. All right. So anyway, <laughs> love you too, buddy. <laughs> love you too. Lo- love you. So, uh, then, uh, the mom checks, uh, computer and there's still no starships in the area. So they're still waiting on them. Then they contact Luke and that is our next clip. Or to look, it's Chewbacca's family. Here, keep working on it. Hello, Mala. Bitchy. Hi, hello, Where's Chewbacca? Whoa, 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 wait a minute. One at a time. Not now, R2. Oh, wait a minute. I don't like the looks of this. Let me get this fixed. R2, you're supposed to be watching that. There. That ought to hold it, I think. What's up? Chewbacca. We'll bring him to the screen. I want to say hello to him. You, You don't know where he is? Oh, he's not there yet. Is that it? Boy. Well, all I can tell you is that uh, he and Han left here on schedule. If he's not there now, they're way overdue. There must have been trouble. R2, please, this is important. Now, Now listen, calm down. I mean... You know how Han and Chewbacca are. Anything could have happened. They could have, they could have stopped off somewhere or been held up by an asteroid storm. Listen, I wouldn't worry about Chewbacca. I know him, and he hasn't missed a life day yet, right? Well, there you go. He's not going to miss this one either. It's just taking him a little bit longer to get there. That's all. He'll make it. 
Come on, don't look so worried. Now Chewie's not gonna want to come home to a house full of long faces, is he? Come on, Marla, let's see a little smile. Come on. There, that's better. Try to enjoy your life day. I gotta get back to this engine. I think we might have it solved. The makeup that they have on Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill looks like people that are, should be doing Ice Capades versions of Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, and he is nothing but pure blonde, like way more than the movies. So he must have been dyed his hair for a movie part or something because <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I think this is like hot off the the tail end of like Corvette Summer or whatever else the the, the other movie. Yeah, yeah, in. something like that. Cause, yeah, because he's like overtly tanned and blonde as shit, and it just does not look right. And and then they put the stage makeup on him and he looks like he's about to be in the Ice Capades version of Star Wars. Right. And I'll tell you one other thing, man. This is going back a ways. Uh, when they did the intro uh, to the show, they did who everyone's acting as, except for R2, who said R2-D2 as R2-D2. They did Kenny Baker dirty. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't even include his name. God damn. No wonder he and Anthony Davis never, or Anthony Evans never got along. <laughs> I mean, the guy who played C-3PO, that guy was just done so dirty in that movie. Horrible. Well, uh, Kenny Baker wasn't actually in the suit. They did like an auto mechanical thing for R2. Uh, oh, did even, they? Yeah, I oh. think that's why. They, 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 they still yeah. did him dirty then because they could have given him a job. Right. Yeah. No, they did him. I'm not saying they didn't do him dirty. They just didn't credit anybody as uh, R2-D2 because there just, was nobody in the suit. It was an automated thing. Oh, uh, I see. Well, that's still gross. Yeah, it's not right. I'm no one's saying no. that. I'm just saying yeah. that's why. It's Yeah, I gotcha. Your, your hypothesis of being done dirty is correct, sir. It's just. Uh, the reason reason why yeah the reason behind it isn't what you thought it was uh anyway after all that's done then they're like oh shit so she calls a local trader and that is our next oh an imperial guard i suppose you want to see my identification no i'm off duty i've come to look around your shop oh good 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 look around browse around make yourself the home as you can see, I've got just about everything a man or Wookiee would want. Oh, here. Let me show you this. I really love this. Ah, oh, here we are. Here it is. A pocket-sized aquarium. Wonderful, isn't it? And you could take it with you anywhere. And the tank is a snap to clean. I hate fish. Well, so do I, as a matter of fact. I take a drink once in a while, but... I just thought I'd show you some of the stupid stuff those Wookiees purchased from me. Oh, here. Here's a hot little item that seems to be moving pretty rapidly these days. Excuse me. Got a wall screen custom. Good to see you again. Don't say a word, madam. I know just why you're calling. You're wondering when that shaggy carpet you ordered will arrive at your home. Let me assure you, madam, it's on its way. You know, it was made especially for you by a little old woman four planets away. She did it all by herself. 
fact, you might say she did it by hand, solo. <laughs> Though it's going to take some time to get to you. I know you understand. <laughs> understand, don't you? <laughs> Terrific. By the way, uh, I'll be by later to drop off that extra proton energy pack. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> What's the matter? Would you like this? Just a groomer. Just a groomer. A groomer. Just a groomer, you say? It's a lot more than that. Evidently, you haven't read the instructions of the warranty and the guarantee. Besides shaving and hair trimming, it's guaranteed to lift stains off clothing, faces, and hands. Cleans teeth, fingers, and toenails, washes eyes, pierces ears, calculates, modulates, and syncopates life rhythms, and can repeat the entire Imperial Penal Code, all 17 volumes, in half the time of the old XP-21. Just the thing to keep you squeaky clean. I use one of these all the time. Really? Well, not all the time, but some of the time. Oh, another outstanding uh, feature of this little model. You can recharge it by simply plugging it into any ordinary laser outlet. I'll take it. Good, I thought you would. Now, would you like to pay me something for it or give me something in trade? I said I'll take it. That's a load off my mind. I thought I might embarrass you when I told you to accept it as a gift. I don't like embarrassing people. I don't like being embarrassed myself. That's why I don't like to embarrass people. I just said that. Just a rumor. started a search operation. It's just a matter of time before we find the rebels. I want the rebels located and identified, if it means searching every household in the system. All right, and that's the end of our opening 20 minutes. Hey, Darth Vader's the, voice showed up at least, even though we never yeah. actually see there's anyone in the Darth Vader suit. Yeah, no, I mean, that's just a stolen clip, probably from the offshoot from New Hope, because the guy he's literally walking with died on the Death Star. <laughs> There's a lot of stolen shots from A New Hope that's yeah. uh, pushed yeah. into this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy died because he talked to Grand Moff Tarkin and said, you know, we analyzed the 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 rebels attack and there is a vulnerability. So you should pay your shuttle. And that's when Tarkin was like, in our moment of triumph, uh, you overestimate them and they overestimate their uh, abilities. And then, of course, you know, everything blows up. So, yeah, that guy died. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow, that's a little scary, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but maybe maybe he has a twin or some shit. I don't know, but I'm just saying that motherfucker's dead. Uh, um, the Imperials are already cloning, and he's one of them. Yeah, there you go. I mean, they got oh no, no, the Imperials did away with the clone program. They hated it. They only used it to win the Clone Wars. Well, or uh, never mind. All right, I'm gonna get into a whole fucking so, thing. Somehow Palpatine returned, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Palpatine only liked the clone aspect for himself. If you go through the expanded universe of books, now I don't know if that's canon anymore, but there it is. You know what is canon? This film. We should move but, on. All right, all right. Cool. Like I said, don't get me fucking started. The next 20 starts. Mom starts cooking. She watched a cooking show, and we see our first Harvey Corbin character. Uh, it's an alien lady with four arms, and she's supposed to be like, a, uh, what's that cooking lady? It's alien um, Julia Child, essentially, with yeah, four yeah, arms. There yeah. you go. Uh, alien Julia Child. 
And uh, it's fun and entertaining a little bit. It's so stupid. This is some of the most shameful Harvey Corman moments I've seen in a while, though. It's pretty. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, anything on here is a shameful moment. (laughs) Yeah. But for like Harvey Corman, this gets pretty low. Like this feels really, really low. This, This is a hefty paycheck. Definitely. <laughs> you hope it's at least that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everyone who got it got, you know, got some cash. <laughs> or it so, got all deferred I mean, to the making of the next movie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, it, you know, back then, B. Arthur wasn't doing nothing unless you're a painter a lot. So I'm sure Harvey got a, got a good chunk of it, too. <laughs> well, let's just all hope. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anywho, uh, then we cut back to Han and Chewie, and that is our next question. All right. All right, the coordinates weren't the best. Out of the frying pan into the fire, huh, pal? How should I know we'd come out of hyperspace in the middle of an Imperial convoy? At least against these fighters, we've got more of a chance. However slim. I'll say that again. This is one life they won't soon forget. Wait, I lost control of the remote cannons. I'm going to have to run back and operate the Afghan manually. Stay on things here. Why do I always think that taking you home for life day is going to be easy? So then it's canon that they can remotely control the cannons on the ship and you don't have to man them. So there's that. Hey, that explains uh, a lot. Thanks, uh, TV it, show. Yes. Also, in between the two front parts, the two poked out parts of the Millennium Falcon in the front in the very middle are concussion missiles as well. That's also canon. Uh, <laughs> so this special giveth and it taketh away. Yes, exactly. So there's, there's lots of different things uh, going on. We cut back to the home and a special alert goes out and it concerns everybody and it's our next clip. Attention all viewers. Due to suspected rebel activity on the Kazook planet, the Empire has declared martial law. A blockade has been set up around the planet. No ships will be permitted to land or take off until further notice. <laughs> Evaporator, that's it, the mind evaporator. Why well, am I glad to see you, folks? Oh, how my favorite Wookiees today. Why all the long, hairy faces? I made it through the Imperial Patrol tonight. If I made it, Chewie and Hanwell. Is this all a big hello I get? <laughs> I brought you something special, short stuff. You want it? You got it. Happy life day. I love to make a Wookiee happy. And now for the lovely lady of the house. Happy life day. Now wait, wait, not so fast. What does an old friend get? 
Well. That's more like it. might like this. One of those, uh, oh, it's a real, it's kind of hard to explain. It's a, uh, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> happy life day. I do mean happy life day. Experience. I am so experience me. So experience. 
I am your pleasure. This so is enjoy our me. moment together. This is our moment together in time. That we might turn this moment into an eternity. He gifts a lot of stuff to everybody. One of which is like a VR. It's VR porn to Grandpa. Uh, with a woman who's a disco singer, I, I think so. Be, uh, must have been famous back then. And she sang One of the a whole songs little on song. Our, our edit this week. <laughs> yeah, yep. She sang a whole song about it. So that was nice. Uh, but anyway, yeah. It's for nothing else, guys. It's it's VR porn. Um, then after that, Leah and three PO call, and that is our next clip. Ah, I have made the connection. You may speak now if you wish. Mama, it's so good to see you. Happy Life Day. She says it may be a happy life day for you, but personally, she's seen happier ones. I don't want to tire the channels. So could you do me a favor and send either Chewbacca or Han Solo to the screen, please? She says that she would like to grant your request, but is quite unable to do so. You mean they haven't arrived yet? She says there has been no contact. Yes, I think I understand her message. That Imperial Patrol must be giving them more trouble than we bargained for. Mala, are, are you alone? If you would permit me. No, she says she is not alone. She's with a friend. Could he come to the screen, please? I'm Sondan, a local trader, a friend of the Rebellion, and a member of the Alliance. Good. Look, I know I can count on you to take care of my friends until their leader returns. You'll do that for me, won't you? Yes, indeed, ma'am. That's what I'm here for. She's expressing her warmth towards the trader. Look, I can see you're in good hands, Mala. I'll contact you again soon. Now that. What's that I smell? Gonna be some of those famous Wookie Ookies? I told you we'd make it. Did I ever let you down? I feel the same way about you too, pal, and your family. Never seen so much Imperial traffic in this system. Better land on the north side, it'll be safer there. So it's a long walk. A little exercise never hurt anybody. Happy life day, pal. Go ahead. So did great to the Millennium Falcon going. Um, anyway, uh, we cut back to the house. They're going to knock on the door. They think, oh, it's Chewy in hand. They open it, and it's Stormtroopers, and that ends that 20 minutes. Okay. So, we need to talk about what Life Day actually is. I always yeah. assumed that it was basically Wookiee's version of Christmas, right? Yeah, but I think it's more like them hoping for freedom from the Empire. Uh, yeah, it's some kind of like a gift-giving Festival of Lights holiday. But yeah, they would want to celebrate said holiday away from the tyranny of uh, capitalistic fascism, which is essentially what's going on with the yeah. Empire. Uh, but that's like their Christmas and the Empire's coming in to wreck their day on Christmas just because. Yeah, and, the, and, and I mean, I'm sure the Millennium Falcon, you know, the ship that was there that 
killed millions of uh of of you know uh empire people uh you know uh, uh they that's also another reason they're around a lot well yeah i can see where that might be something and, that would upset them and, and by this point now han and chewbacca are famous among the empire unfortunately because you know they're a part of it so they know to check the home planet during life day you know the empire isn't a bunch of fucking noobs they're you know they can't shoot for shit, but I mean, they're not dumb. That's only stormtroopers. They do have sharpshooters that actually can shoot for shit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, usually they contract all that out. Uh, <laughs> usually, yes. Usually. It's like, you know, what do you, how do you think Boba Fett got his job? We're about to talk about uh, him. I'm excited for yeah, that we're, part. Let's, we're let's, about to have some, some stuff with uh, Boba Fett. Let's, but... let's barrel our way through the most effective bounty hunter. <laughs> of yeah, the era. right. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's just see what's going on here. Uh, anyway, all right. We start the next 20 minutes. Uh, per uh, The Imperials enter the house, and that is our next clip. Of course it is. This unit is occupied by four Wookiees, two adult males, one adult female, and one male child. Where is the other Wookiee male? <clears throat> Officer, uh, maybe I could be of uh, some help here, sir. Who are you? And what are you doing in this Wookiee house? Well, I'm the traitor in this district. You see, the uh, uh, the truth of the matter is she had a terrible fight with her husband. He just stormed right out. Your identification? Uh, I said... Your identification? Oh, identification, yes. It's a very important thing, identification. I, I never leave the shop without my identification. It's, uh, it's very important. Just in times like this, you see, I just found my identification. I think it's in my pocket there. Search the dwelling. Obviously, you may notice that little leather case that I carry my identification card in. Uh, I, I whipped that up myself. That's a pretty fast-selling little item. <laughs> and, uh, well, some people like to keep things neat and clean, and that's why uh, I have the little leather case for the identification card. As a matter of fact, if any of you guys want a couple of those leather cases, I've got a couple of extra ones there. Oh, officer, that, uh, that picture you're looking at right now was taken quite a few years ago. That's uh, one of me. I've gained quite a bit of weight since then. <laughs> Hello, little guy. Where's your daddy? These things have no respect for authority. Excuse me, I beg your pardon. Maybe you know my brother's boy. He's a member of the Imperial Militia. He must be 24 or 25 years old, but now he loves the service. Great little guy. Your identification is in order. You can go now. Thank you. Thank you very much. I just have a little more work to finish up here. And, uh, oh, by the way, uh, while I'm finishing up here, uh, why don't you boys uh, take it easy, relax, put your feet up, and uh, make yourself to home. Uh, Wookie food isn't the greatest, but I'm sure that I can whip something up in the kitchen there that we can all eat. Uh, you don't mind, do you, Mala? Mala, will you come in the kitchen now, man? That's a very delicate piece of workmanship. All right, now it's all right. Slightest jarring, I mess up the whole work. You want to play around with it? Let me show you how. So the guy turns on the machine, and it's uh, a more holograms. Uh, this time, it's uh, Jefferson Starship uh, playing a song. Also, will be on the music for this week. Nice. Uh, so uh, and then, once the music is done, uh, this leads to our next clip. Your work here is finished. <laughs> 
They leave now. I guess you're right. About all I can do for now. Well, I hope you guys find what you're looking for. Keep up the good work. All right. Hey, Chief. See you soon. <coughs> all right. Finish the search of the residence. Oh, I almost forgot. I want to leave you my card in case you need any. Uh, oh, okay, I'll leave Investigate the upper area. Check for any rebel material. Anything to connect this household with the Alliance. Oh, don't forget about these protective cases for your identification guard. I got a good item. That's it. I'm gone. Finish the search of this house. We have other areas to cover today. You take the upper area. <laughs> We don't want to have to hurt anyone. That's not what we're here for. But when my men get angry, I can't always control them. We are going to continue our search. Now keep him quiet. Don't forget this ever happened. Just like a bunch of fucking Nazis to wreck life day and destroy kids' toys right on Christmas. Right? It's just, I mean, the Empire is just a bunch of dicks. <laughs> the worst. Right? Just horrible. All right. She sits the sun down to calm him down to watch a cartoon. And this is the cartoon we've been waiting for. Well, the cartoon opens up with dialogue. Guess what? It's another clip. That's fair. Cruiser RS Revenge, Captain Kaiser Henry Boarding. We are waiting the return of Captain Han Solo and his first mate Chewbacca, who are long overdue on a delicate mission to acquire the mystical talisman, which has been sought by our forces and by the Empire. The talisman? It makes things invisible, I think. Yes, even you. Which I think might be an improvement. We've picked up something. It's the Millennium Falcon. They're coming out of light speed. I can't make contact. Try a lower channel. Falcon, do you copy? Come in, Falcon. It's Chewie, but where's Han? That's him hanging upside down. I can't make radio contact. He's on a collision course. Princess, we're in mortal danger from our own forces. Falcon, do you copy? This is madness. You're right, General. I can't understand what Chewbacca's doing. Whatever he's doing, there must be a reason. Hold your fire. We've lost all contact, sir. Stand by. The Falcon is near impact. I'm going after them. Luke, take R2 with you. What'd he say? If something has happened to Captain Solo and Chewbacca is alone, you will need me to interpret. All right. So uh, then they uh, they chase the Falcon. It kind of fires at him, but uh, Luke's like, no, nah, that's that's nothing because uh, he'd be able to kill. You know, he'd shoot us. He's a better shot than what we're getting. Then as the Falcon crashes on the planet, so does the Y-Wing. They're in a Y-Wing. And it seems like it'd be a planet of sludge and like goo. Anyway, a creature attacks Luke, but they are saved by Boba Fett riding a bigger creature. And that leads to our next clip. My life. Thank you. You are alone. 
I have two droids. We've come in search of a ship that crashed near here. Maybe I can help you. I am Boba Fett. The ship you seek is nearby. Are the Imperial troops near this planet? They are here, friend. And growing more powerful. How far away? Settle down. <laughs> all they do is eat. This is all we have, but uh, he's welcome to it. You are foolish to waste your kindness on this dumb creature. No lower life form is worth going hungry for. And I take it you have no love of the Empire. I don't. Well, neither do I. It will be easy to find the ship you seek. Follow me, friend. Don't you think it might be imprudent to trust him so quickly, sir? He's our only chance. And besides, he seems like a friend. Indeed. Friend is merely a term that is often misused. Did R2 say that? Words to that effect. has detected contamination. It must have come from the talisman. Artu says it's some kind of sleeping virus that only affects humans. He says the only way to keep them alive is to let the blood rush at their heads. I know this sleeping virus the Empire uses on its enemies. They have a remedy for it in the city. I could get some for you. I'm afraid Chewbacca insists on going with you. You will only get in the way... But if you must, come on. Okay. But if you must. I just want to point right. out the story, and this is pretty fucking kick-ass, but the animation is really rough and kind of looks like it was yeah. drawn with, like, uh, markers and felt-tip pens. It was done very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, it's very rushed and very roughly done. But the voice acting in it, they're giving it their all, and they're all doing a great job. And uh, if you can enjoy it for what it is, this is probably the most, like, Star Wars-y piece of Star Wars in this film. Oh, I agree. I agree. They get to the town. Boba Fett finds the antidote, but he makes a call to Vader. And pretty much Boba Fett's like, I think they trust me. And Vader's like, good. They'll take you back to the base and then we can, you know, destroy them. So not not great. Um, this uh, causes the son actually to freak out while he's watching it. An officer comes to check on him, but he changes it quickly to a game. And the officer then leaves the kid and he turns the show back on. Anyway, we see R2 and 3PO have also hacked communications and they see the message that's being sent. So the group gets back to the ship. They wake up Luke and Han and this leads to our next clip. Are you all right? I'm not sure. What happened? I don't know. Well, somebody must know something. <laughs> says our friend Boba found serum for the talisman virus. Boba, you're a hero and a faithful friend. You must come back with us. What's the matter with R2? I'm afraid, sir, it's because you said Boba is a friend and faithful ally. That simply does not feed properly into R2's information bank. What are you talking about? We intercepted a message between Boba and Darth Vader, sir. Boba Fett is Darth Vader's right-hand man. I'm afraid... This whole adventure has been an imperial plot. We'll meet again, friend. 
just a droid to get to the bottom of things. Boba sure fooled the rest of us. <laughs> I beg your pardon, sir. Chewbacca suspected all along there was something bad about Boba. How did you know, Chewie? <laughs> May I quote directly, sir? He just didn't smell right. <laughs> well, let's get off this galactic raindrop. Captain Kazan, Starlog Entry 324-1, signing off. May the Force be with you. All right, and that is the end of that 20 minutes. It's a long way to wait, and there are no less than like three musical numbers before you get there. But when yeah. you get here, this is definitely worth watching this whole fucking thing for, is this animation yeah. segment. It's rough, it's very poorly put together, but it has the kind of action that you have been craving from something that has anything to do with Star Wars. And it, it gives you exactly what you're looking for. And it's a really great Boba Fett intro. Just debut him, coming in to save the day with a giant fucking beast that he has no respect or love for. Only mm-hmm. to just double cross them and being a bounty hunter the entire time and basically part of the setup. Yeah. And so this sleeping virus was on all of these medals that were handed out to all of the Rebel Alliance. So it's basically been an op this entire time to get them all. Yeah. Then it's a setup. But I mean, it, it really is on par for Boba Fett's character. So at least it didn't like retcon or fuck up his character. And he back then he was he was just about money and who had the most money but the Empire. Yeah. And they do show how in the series, the book of Boba Fett, how he does change to become the person that he becomes for that series. Yeah. Which yeah. which Where people he... do have an issue with, I understand, because they want him to be the same that he always was, but a... Um, That's not how character growth goes. Right. Like, a, gr- a character has to grow out of this mercenary piece of shit. Otherwise, they yeah. just end up being the gunslinging alien with the tubes out of his head, whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, yeah. And I don't care. I mean, you could even make... I mean, there's nothing stopping uh, whoever owns it now. Now I can't know. I don't know if George Lucas regot it or fucking what. I mean, there's nothing stopping them from making like a past Boba Fett show. Where all you need is the guy's voice. You know, you keep his helmet on the whole fucking time, and uh, you could play his younger days when he was just a bounty hunter and a piece of garbage. You know, like you know, just doing shit for money and blowing people up. If people want it so bad, they, I mean, that could happen. Well, and the book of Boba Fett doesn't have to be as more modern deeds. They could go back in time when he was a scumbag and have yeah. that be something that comes to haunt him in the future when he's trying to be a, a feudal warlord. Is basically what he is right now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're gonna talk about all the other Star Wars stuff, but I I really liked this animated thing, and that's actually I'll have a story time about about how this suckered me in for this, okay. this animated thing whenever we actually get there. I just wanted to kind of mention it and just, th- yeah, it's a little mean to pick the holiday special to do when I said that we're going to do some Star Wars bullshit. Absolutely. And yeah. there, there is an actual Star Wars movie I can think of off the top of my head that I wouldn't mind doing on the show. Eventually, it would still make you happy as long as it's an actual Star Wars movie and not the holiday special. And if as long as I promise that I don't make it those Ewok movies, I think you'll be happy. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. Because <laughs> <laughs> you love everything Star Wars. This is just your world. You have loved it like you're a little kid since you're a little kid, and that has never gone away. And I can see there's even part of you that's kind of having fun talking about this. I am. I, it, you know, it, watch it. it, it even though it's not, it's not good. the best. No, it it's sucks. Not good. It sucks. It does. It sucks. But I'm totally into just uh, it. It's still Star Wars, you know. So, uh, yeah, so no, we can keep going here. Um, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. The next 20 minutes, uh, after the Imperials trash the kid's room, an officer tells the kid to go clean it. And then looks at Bob and says, Oh, keep him busy for a while. Like he's just doing his, uh, like he just did him a favor. 
kids. <laughs> right? Yeah. We've, we've trashed your kids' toys, uh, but now he's going to be busy picking up his room because we trashed the room. So now you won't welcome. be bothering you. Yeah. You're welcome that yeah. your child has been traumatized by us to know that they didn't yeah. need to behave. Well, the kid turns on another how-to video, and it's another Harvin, uh, Harvey Corman uh, thing, and it's how to build the transmitter, and that is also just tough to watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is also Harvey Corman at his absolute lowest because he's trying to do Max Hedrum and not doing it well. Yeah, that's just fucking terrible. So he's watching this and how to put this thing together right yeah Lumpy well is, then yeah. we cut back to the imperials and they're watching a new outing about how to uh or uh, it's a new video about life in tatooine and uh we cut to most i see spaceport and we see harvey corman again as an alien he's walking around and uh we're back in the bar and we see the bartender b arthur is there and that leads to our next clip <laughs> well i am certainly not going to get rich with customers like you i thought i taught you to drink faster than that well at least you're steady oh come on now drink up there's plenty more where that came from what'll it be hello at me okay we'll do it your way hello now we'll do it my way. What'll it be? Can we talk? Well, of course we can talk. We are talking. You're not ordering. I'm not pouring. We are not drinking. We are talking. I'm moving this to make room for a drink so that next time I say, what'll it be? And you tell me, I can put it right there. Doesn't matter. Give me anything. I'll have one of those. I'm sorry I couldn't get back before. Uh, before what? Uh, until now. Until tonight, I thought about it a dozen times, but I had to be sure. Uh, excuse me, I have a customer waiting. I'll be right back. Come back soon. I'll be waiting. Akmina. <laughs> How's your drink? It's all gone. Look, there's a flower on top of it. I see there is. Do you want another drink? Flowers for you. I wanted to bring you something, and that's all I could think of. I don't get many flowers. I, but you didn't have to bring me anything. A, a... Krellman. Krellman, what a nice name. When I left here the other night, I felt something that I haven't felt in longer than I care to remember. I felt alive again. Someone made me feel like all the years I've lived have meant something. And all he said was six simple words. Come back soon. I'll be waiting. <laughs> After all, only words. Oh, I they were more than words. I knew that at the time. That's why I went home and thought and thought about what you said. Oh, what did I say? It, it doesn't matter, silly. What you said is not as important as what you meant. Oh, what did I mean? And I decided what you meant was exactly the thing I needed to hear. Well, I'm glad about that. You know, it's funny. A man can live as long as I have, through all the ups and downs, and just when he thinks it's all over, someone cares for him again. I wasn't looking for that when I came in here. Maybe that's why it, it happened, because I wasn't asking for love anymore. I wasn't desperate. I wasn't begging, whining, groveling, sniveling. I just came in here for a drink. And I found a lot more. 
Curlman, I... Curlman. Listen, Curlman, you're kind and, and sweet and, and terribly attractive, but if, if you're saying what I think you're saying, you felt you meant I thought you needed to hear, then I just have one thing to say I did not. Agnita, don't do this to me. Now, please, look, I have customers. Why don't you sit down, finish your drink, have another drink. This one's on me. Now, you stay just as long as you want. But I have business to attend to. I really have no time for anything else. You'll change your mind. I just know you will. Six simple little words. I can wait forever to hear it again. Because I know... Come back soon. I'll be waiting. Due to increased activity among subversive forces, we are placing a curfew on the entire Tatooine system effective immediately. All inhabitants will return to their homes at once. This order will remain in effect until further notice. <laughs> Okay, Barbarine, take a break. I don't know how long. Maybe, maybe forever. Closing me down again. Please, please, I have enough aggravation. All right, one more round before you leave, and this one's on me. Torque. See what the boys on the bandstand will have. Gentlemen, gentlemen, I don't know how to tell you this, but I guess the wall screen said it all. We're closed. Gentlemen, I guess you didn't hear what I said. The Empire has closed us down. Now, I know this sort of thing happens all the time. I, I'm sure it's just temporary, but... Fellas, the party is over! <laughs> dare you? You stop that! Stop talk! It's all right. I'll reason. Kel, Sutton, come on, you guys. Haven't I always lent you money? Ludlow, Ludlow, you of all creatures, please do me a favor and leave. Ludlow, you're heartless. Thorpe, Thorpe, after all I've done for you. Short memory, eh, Thorpe? Short memory! Oh, listen, do you remember the time that... I don't believe we've met. We're closed! I said we're closed. Look, I'm sorry, we are closed. The Empire just imposed a curfew on this planet. Everybody has to leave right now. Never... Torque, I don't want any more trouble. You take care of the door. All right. All right. All right. I 
Someone's on the house. Run a tab for the Empire. <laughs> this is okay. <laughs> and that leads to a B. Arthur song. Uh, You're welcome. I, I didn't make anybody do that. Uh, well, I will, because that's going to be our song. I'll be playing the, that as the, the song the, that takes us to the outro, yeah. That's good, too. Jefferson's Starship. That's going to be the final, final song after I close, close the show and then goes into the outtakes. But B. Arthur will be the next to last. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's the end of that 20, and we go into the final 20. <laughs> it's moving right along, but uh, this B. Arthur song stops all momentum and almost completely ruins everything that you would enjoy about the Boba Fett part of the cartoon there. Yeah, it, it, it definitely ruined everything. I mean, it's... It's pretty fucking awful, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's going for it, though, in all of her off-key glory. B. Arthur is all yeah, over she's, that. Yeah, she's trying to live with it, man. She's uh, she's like, fuck it, man. She folds on, gets into it, so we should it's also, good for her. We should also talk about the shameful alien makeup on Harvey Corman that makes him drink from the top of his head. Oh, God, yeah, that is just the worst. <laughs> he's just dumping shit into a giant cylinder on the top of his head. It just yeah. looks like a volcano. Yeah. Uh, it's he, uh it's bad even the werewolf it's, mask in the with the plaited shirt that they edit out all of the that sequence out of all, all the uh, modern versions of like a new hope that thing looked better than this yeah this is bad it definitely did <laughs> there's some uh, makeup effects in this that makes the 1980s bbc version of hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy look like an unbelievable spectacular achievement of special effects yeah right it's just oof. It makes some early episodes of Doctor Who look like really good. <laughs> Not even like early episodes of Doctor Who because they spent money on that stuff. Like the yeah. Sylvester McCoy years of Doctor Who. Yeah, the, like the 80s ones. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah, around yeah. the same time that the BBC version of Hitchhiker's Guide came out. So there you go. Exactly. <laughs> we can move on. Let's just get done with this fucking yeah. show. Jesus. Right. Well, the sun sends a transmission for the Imperials to all leave and return to base. The commander leaves one trooper behind. This trooper actually finds the kid while he's in his, uh, his element there. Uh, and smashes the transmitter. The kid runs. So, of course, he gives chase uh, to the kid. And uh, it, as he chases him outside, he, the kid runs right into Chewie. And Han makes the guy pretty much throw himself off the building. So, uh, there you go. There's that. And so that stormtrooper dies. Uh, the stormtrooper actually threw himself at Han and missed. Yeah, That's yeah. very much on brand with a stormtrooper. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so hands there, Chewie's there. This leads to our next clip. How are you? Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Well, wonderful. Well, huh? Son's been doing your garage. Saved my tail more than a couple of times. Molly, I'd love to, but I can't. I gotta get back to the Falcon before somebody stumbles across her. Hey, will you look at Lumpy? He's sure grown, huh? I think his voice has changed. Come on, I'm just teasing. Well, well, I gotta go. Have a nice life day, but be careful. A lot of troopers in the area. Chewie, check and see if the coast is clear, will you? You're like family to me. Bye, everybody. Well, 
careful. I'll be looking for him. Take care. The family are reunited and everything's very nice. And then there's a knock at the door. And well, hey, that's our next clip. You're looking for who I think you're looking for. Forget him. We won't be bothered by him again. This is a general alert. Calling Officer B-4711. Officer B-4711. We are unable to reach you on your comm link. Is there a problem? You are instructed to turn on your comm link immediately. Wait, wait a minute. I think I can handle this. We have two-way communication, Trader Sondan. Is this a report about the missing trooper? It is, sir. Trooper B-4711 was here with three other men. They left and he remained. As soon as they had gone, he packed a lot of food from this house and he robbed me blind. Then he took off of the hills. Very well, we'll send out a search party. Thank you. Yes, sir. Identification is very important. Helps you maintain contact with the Empire at times like this. This day is for you. Have a wonderful celebration. And may the force be with you. This leads to the Wookiee's Life Day celebration. And then they're joined by all their friends, Han, Luke, uh, Leia, and R2 and C-3PO. And that is our final clip. Happy Life Day. Happy Life Day, everyone. And we're certainly glad that you are alive to celebrate it. Yes, Arthur. It is indeed true that at times like this, Arthur and I wish that we were more than just mechanical beings. And we're really alive, so that we could share your feelings with you. Chewbacca! Chewbacca, we were so relieved to hear you were all right. All of you are an important part of my life, pal. I'm glad I could be here. This holiday is yours, but we all share with you the hope that this day brings us closer to freedom and to harmony and to peace. No matter how different we appear, we're all the same in our struggle against the powers of evil and darkness. I hope that this day will always be a day of joy in which we can reconfirm our dedication and our courage, and more than anything else, our love for one another. This is the promise of the Tree of Life. All right, then Leia sings her song. We see a lot of cutbacks to A New Hope. And then Chewie spends time with the family. Roll credit. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, brother. So I imagine seeing this after witnessing Star Wars released as Star Wars in the 70s and waiting for the next one to come out and you know that it's going to be coming out, but then this is just something that's supposed to tide you over and then it's on as like a Christmas special or whatever when you're a kid and you're at the right age to be obsessed with Star Wars when it's coming out. Just between the two films, this probably was not the letdown it is for everybody else to watch. I'd imagine yeah. that this was exactly what you needed to keep your app appetite wedded for when they finally would release the other movie and considering yeah. the other movie was such a fucking downer which makes it my favorite of the original three um <laughs> i can see why they wanted some kind of levity and that's why they put this in as like this sandwiched in between thing before they, Do you think they even knew where they were going at that point i don't think they did no i yeah I honestly don't think that he knew what he wanted to do movie to movie, because if he did, he wouldn't have like brother and sister making out in one movie. That just doesn't seem like the sort of thing you would plan. Yeah, I don't believe him either. I I believe he had more stories. Like, I think he had an overall idea. That's why you start episode four, because I think he did have other ideas uh, about like, I'm going to make this more into this, this, this and that. But... (laughs) I don't think he knew exactly like what everything was. He was like, well, well, what if you put Hidden Fortress in space and added some Muppets and then, you know, yeah. went from there? And and I'm sure that he had an overall arcing idea of this fantasy world that he was creating that was like this modern sci-fi fantasy mix, you know, like, yeah. like that he was going for. And it's a, you know, giant space opera is basically what he was looking at doing. And I don't buy that he wanted to focus in on, you know, that there was a space farmer struggling with his terrible space crop, you know, and that that was part of the Star Wars. You know, I don't think that was the case. I don't think that the previous instance stories of one, two and three really were what he was planning out all along, because if you really planned out very carefully your storylines, they would line up much better than what these do. Um, Yeah, exactly. Right. He, yeah, I, I agree. He had an overall idea of what he wanted to do and how he would have yeah. this arc. And yeah. it just because that's ne- why he starts with episode four. Right. I mean, <laughs> he kind of knew what he was doing. Right. And, uh, but he did not have that exact story. Right. But then there's all this like fan service books and things like that that are like that got dropped out of the canon. And then Dave Filoni is quietly coming back through and going, no, no, no we're bringing that back in. We're just going to put it into the TV series. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's there. Don't worry about it, everyone. <laughs> like he's he's smoothing out the cracks and you know just kind of patching in like the issues that are arising with the differences in the movies and just kind of fixing stuff in between all of them and just kind of making it all sort of sort of work because he was involved so much in Clone Wars and he kind of knows where all the stuff is going. So he's trying to fix it up the way that it supposedly was always intended. But there's a lot of spackling to be done in the TV series before they can do that. Yeah, that is true. Which is fine. At least we're getting Grand Apple Thrawn. So that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. Um, the stuff that I was always the most interested in are the things that they've been hinting at for a while. And uh, it seems like they're going to just keep playing it out on the Mandalorian series, which makes me happy because that's been my favorite thing of all of the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, overall, uh, overall, that has been my absolute favorite of of all of the stuff. But that's just, you know, personal taste, because like we talked about, I prefer the space paladins over the space wizards. Yeah. (laughs) How dare you? Yeah, it is what it is. I yeah. I just for me the Jedi stuff is overplayed too much because they are too powerful. It's just too much. And yeah. It's it's like the palm powered samurai stuff. I can only take so many of those movies before I get bored, you know. Be a Jedi. No, just kidding. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean I I like also 
I wouldn't mind, even though I love the Jedi, I also wouldn't mind more stuff without Jedi. Like, I think Andor was really good with that, so. Yeah, and the, just showing you the hopelessness of just being an average everyday person in the in, world of in the this Empire. fucking yeah. yeah, in this world of the Empire now. Yeah, it's good stuff. And the lengths at which you would have to go in order to do anything to try and stop this. Yeah, it's really yeah. good at showing that. Yeah, um, the shit you have to give up. Yeah, and then Rouge One, which I know you don't pronounce it that way, but that's how I always end up spelling it. Um, yes, that's another one that is one of my apps favorites oh. too. Yeah, Rogue One is really fucking good. <laughs> But not the Star Wars holiday special, even though it is canon. The best part of it is the Boba Fett like cartoon premiere, and that alone is worth talking about the whole thing and, and watching. And it's just it's rough. So I, I'm done with the talking about this. If you want to move on, we can. Well, the only other thing I got to do is talk about the story time with watching the Boba Fett segment yeah. for the first time. So let's move on. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and take a break here. We're going to play Diana Carroll with the song "This Minute Now," which I do believe is the VR porn Matt was referring to earlier song and when we come back we'll have a story time if we could only bend this minute infinitely extend this minute then I could live my whole life right now And it be always right now. I've parted with yesterday. Yesterday's moment is cold. All I ask is this moment. To- <laughs> that's a that's enough of that. Goodness. Oh, man, the variety shows of the 70s were a trip, were they not? They were, dude. So (laughs) fucking weird. (laughs) Well, let's get out of this song and get into a story time. Story time. Story time. Okay, if you've got one to go first, you can. Otherwise, I can jump in. I, you know, I'm just going to go. My story time is the first time I ever saw Star Wars. Um, it's the first uh, movie I can ever remember seeing in the theater. Um, uh, it was, I don't know if it was re-released or what, but in the small town I lived in, in Wisconsin at the time, uh, when I was just, God, probably this is before kindergarten. And it's one of my earliest memories. It would have had to have been a re-release because wasn't it like the mid-70s? Yeah, uh, yeah the the, I mean, release? it was released in 1977. Yeah, so you would have been, that would have been way before I, you were born. So. Born, yeah. But so it must have been re-released right before Empire came out. And maybe that, a movie theater was just doing something with it. That would make but sense. But my yeah. dad took me and my sister to it. And it's one of the earliest memories because I barely stayed awake because, you know, it was a night showing and my sister, I think, really wanted to go see it. And so my dad just took me and 
Uh, my dad was like, it's one of the few times you didn't cry uh, in a theater, like, you know, having to sit still as a kid and uh, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, and I, <laughs> you I do remember still at the theater as an adult is still rough. Yeah. And I, 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 that is one of my earliest memories and it's, it's Star Wars and it's something that's always stuck with me. And then Empire came out shortly after that. And then uh, I remember um, Return of the Jedi came out and I lived in Indiana at the time and I was either in kindergarten or first grade when uh, Return of the Jedi came out and I didn't see Return of the Jedi in theaters, uh, but one of our neighbor owned a, a video rental store. The 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 it, again. I, this is a small town in Indiana, and he owned the 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 video rental store. And so when Return of the Jedi came in, he brought us a copy so I, I could have it before anybody else could get their hands on it and watch Return of the Jedi for the first time. All my first times, except for New Hope, when I was really little, all my first times watching the original trilogies were on tapes. I didn't go to the theaters for any of them. But I mean, I was young, really young. You forget how, you know, Return of the Jedi's <laughs> and Empire's graphics are so fucking good. You forget they're all early 80 movies. Well, late 70s, really. Yeah. Well, Empire and Return are early 80s. Yeah. New Hope, it's, it's still pretty good for 70s as well. Yeah. But yeah. No, Empire is a significant step up in achievement for special yeah. effects and story. Um, I think if Lucas would have started doing that where he gave someone the general idea of what he wanted and then stepped back like he did for Empire, the rest of the series could have been really good. Yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> he's, he's an overall like big dreamer idea man he's really fucking good at that but when he gets into the like the minutiae and the details and he gets like, a little too and, much in his own head yeah then it's not right it's just not yeah. right at all and it just doesn't work uh letting other people take it over that actually give a shit about it and will pay yeah. attention and homage to the initial overall grand scope idea that you've had uh feloni's proven that he can do that time and time again and i, I trust mm-hmm. him when he's in charge now and i'm happy that he's in charge with that shit now because i'm actually enjoying the shit this motherfucker's doing yeah it's it's really Really good stuff right now and i think and it's always so funny you know everyone hated the prequels and they came out and now people fucking love the prequels it also sometimes it's time <laughs> it, it, it takes time to appreciate something i think now there's a whole subgroup of people yeah. who love the prequels yeah well that that group is the kids that grew up with it like my nephews yeah. grew up with the prequels and love them because they grew up with them yeah and a lot of people are very happy for Hayden Christensen getting kind of a, a new tour with Star Wars. You know, he was treated pretty fucking terribly. So, <laughs> yeah, as well as the kid who played him as a little, little kid in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. That that didn't go well for him. No. Star Wars fans are the fucking worst. They really fucking are. <laughs> I'm a Star Wars fan, but it is the fucking worst. <laughs> You're not the prototypical group of the worst. You just want to appreciate no. and love everything that is Star Wars. That is true. You even found things to like about the Star Wars Holiday Special. I can hear it in your voice. There were certain things that you enjoyed with it. I did. I loved the cartoon. Um, and I love seeing all the characters, man. It was really cool. <laughs> Again, if you were a kid watching that at the right time, that would have been exactly what you needed to see. All right. Yeah, um, exactly. My story time, I'm going to have to kind of like do in segments here. Uh, my Star Wars love is a bit dubious, and I'm sure everybody kind of wonders what's going on, because like I know enough about Star Wars that clearly I was very obsessed with it younger, but I don't know as much as, say, Matt or somebody who's studying it when they were able to retain more of the information to memorize all of the various names and the important things for like what the figures are that are the names or the various characters 
characters that like you see once on screen, but everybody knows their name and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, obviously I'm not as obsessed with Star Wars as what you are, but when I was a kid, like very little, I remember always having the toys, but never watching the movies. So I came up with like all of this stuff in my head about what it was that I was going to play with the toys and everything. I just remember getting a bunch of the toys like for Christmas and things like that because they were super popular and just out there. And it was like after of the, course. it was after the big big rush where like nobody could get the toys right yeah. off the bat or in the mail order. It was like once they started overproducing them in the mid 80s by Empire's time frame mm -hmm. they put them out. And I remember my parents renting the movies like Star Wars or whatever or me watching it occasionally here and there but my father absolutely hates it. Like I remember him never wanting that on the TV. So, oh wow! If like I had that playing, it was something that was like I had to shut it off because it just somehow it irritated my dad. I guess that's yeah, man. Some some people just don't like <laughs> sci-fi. Yeah, it might have been that. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, um, so I played with the toys a lot, but I never really like got super obsessed with the movies. I always just watched them when they were on cable or uh, came on TV or anything like that. But I never got that super into them. I just watched them just enough because I liked the toys and I collected the toys mm -hmm. and all this story that I knew and all the stuff that I knew from that was like the little cards that would come with the toys when you bought them that was on the back would have the character profiles and what they're all about. And it was just like, you know, playing with He-Man without ever actually watching a He-Man cartoon. You could get, you could still play with the toys and create your own stories and things like that. So that's kind of where my world for Star Wars comes in because I was way more interested in like the soldiers and like the people fighting against the soldiers part of it, like the actual rebellion from the first movie and like, yeah. like and how, like, especially like with Hoth, like the battles that mm -hmm. were on on Hoth and the ice and stuff like that. I was obsessed with that as a kid and I love those figures and those vehicles and I had a lot of that stuff too. You know? Yeah. Well, anyway, nice. I, I lose interest in it over time because I find horror and that pushes the button for me. Like, yeah, like horror. Horror. Yeah. <laughs> I, horror. Found, I found whores and that pushes the button for me, man. I found them, I found them whores and they push all the buttons. <laughs> so I, I got into horror and I just, you know, lost interest in Star Wars more or less. Fast forward several years into the future and, uh, you know, of course, uh, Kevin Smith's talking about Star Wars like crazy and clerks and all of that kind of stuff. And then, like it's in the zeitgeist and it's like around again. But I'm going to college in like 98 or whatever and I happen upon some serious Star Wars fanatics who uh, are like obsessed with trying to get the VHS copies of the original versions of them because the VHSs that are out now are the new THXs where they really fuck them up. And it's oh like, yeah, well they you know come on hand shot first, right? Like those really fucked up ones. Anyway, they found some that they they were able to buy used copies of these uh, VHSs or whatever, and they're watching them in this person's room. And like this person is like gonna be uh, that I'm hanging out with is like obsessed with making movies and everything, and he's like talking about how these scenes were shot and like you know at the end of the New Hope when they're doing the ceremony and stuff, and they actually are uh, you know showing where like uh, like every other person is just a cardboard cutout or something like that. He was like explaining this and just like obsessed with it, but it's an old VHS copy because I, I can't see shit, you know? So I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Thanks, I guess. Um, you know, but like it was the first time that I was able to relate to, oh yeah, I guess someone could be as obsessed with Star Wars as what I am with horror movies. This makes sense now. It's like a lifelong obsession. Mm -hmm. I get it. You know, so that, yeah. that clicked for me in college at that point. And then some of these friends that I make with, uh, I made in college at the time, I ended up living with later on. And this is where we get to the story of the Star Wars holiday special. 
So I was working a job after school where I would get up at like four in the morning to catch a bus to the other side of the city when we lived in Pittsburgh to work at a Sears Home Central. I was repeat. I was repairing uh, vacuums, uh, HVAC systems, uh, like the electronics of HVAC systems, uh, and any kind of like thing that had like a small motor in it or like lamps and electrical stuff. I was doing those kinds of repairs at this place and uh, just making a decent living and everything. But I had to get up at four in the morning, so I started doing this thing where I lived with I lived with like nine guys, right? It was like this like middle floor of an old school mansion that was falling apart and it was just huge rooms and we just turned them into barracks. So it was like three people to a room and the room was bigger than like 20 by 20. It was ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I gotcha. Right. It was just basically- You're in a cell. You're in cells. Uh, sort of, we were more or less living like monks. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, but you know, without all of the celibacy, there was a lot of like, Hey, come back later. I need the room. <laughs> like, okay. Can you just, you know, notice the sock on the doorknob? <laughs> right. Anyway. Um, so I'm, I, I can't sleep there when everybody else is there, but there was a time when I would come home from work before everybody else that got home that I would be able to sleep. So I was sleeping. Like I would get home at like 3 PM in the afternoon with the bus ride home because I worked so early. I got home so early and then like I would uh, sleep for like four or five hours and then like everybody else would be getting home from work like six, seven, somewhere like that. They'd roll in and like make noise and wake me up. So I would get like three to four hours of sleep a day. So what it ended up doing is I'm staying up all night with everybody else, but I'm leaving at four in the morning when they're starting to pass out to catch my bus to go work. And one Mm -hmm. of these, one of these nights that this is happening, a friend of mine just got back from Comic-Con that was in the city in Pittsburgh and had just bought themselves a copy of the Star Wars holiday special. Oh, Jesus. Now, I have not really given a shit about Star Wars other than I, my friends were obsessed with Star Wars. I make some quotes about it that I've, I know from certain things and all of that. And mostly, like, a lot of it comes from just the stuff that's in Clerks and Mallrats and all the other references to Star Wars. That's where I started getting sort of back into it because it was just funny to quote that shit to me at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but so they want to watch it because I have the only VCR and I'm the one that's awake when they get back from the Comic-Con really late at night. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. Let's watch this Star Wars holiday special, right? They put yeah. it they put it on and I'm, you know, imbibing some stuff that uh, altered my perception of reality a little bit. And mm-hmm. I am having a wonderful blast. Like I am a little kid watching Star Wars content for the very first time, just watching this grainy fucked up copy of the Star Wars holiday special that you could barely see. And then when the Boba Fett cartoon comes on is when I'm at my absolute delirious, like most delirious because I'm not sleeping well. I'm, you know, imbibing stuff that is also altering my perception. And uh, the Boba Fett cartoon kicks in. And when he rides the monster into the desert, you could barely make out what it was. And it, it looked like he just made his creature eat Luke instead of picked him up out of the spaceship and I right. lost my fucking mind going oh that's awesome and they he had killed to, Luke right and then they had to pause it and explain to me that that didn't just happen you know it was uh. just like the, the tape looked really bad <laughs> yeah but anyway we we move on and we, we finished the whole thing and the B. Arthur stuff and like it's just I swear to myself after watching it like after this is all done that the only thing I'm ever going to watch again in the future is the cartoon you know yeah I can't wait to see a really good version of that cartoon otherwise forget it I don't want to see this ever again in my life this is the worst thing I've ever seen and now i'm doing a show on it and talking about it and defending it and and loving it and everything and it's still primarily because of the cartoon yeah you're doing great (laughs) but anyway so that's that's how my star wars arc goes it's i was really into it a lot when i was a kid but i never really got seriously into the movies or obsessed with them when i was a kid uh the because of horror um yeah and uh you found something else to obsess over (laughs) 
Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you went you went full in on Star Wars and like sci-fi stuff yep. like that, and I yeah. went full in on like the Wolfman. Or, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the same thing, just different aesthetics. <laughs> Right. And the thing was, is I never got that, like, you know, other people would be as obsessed with sci-fi as I was with horror until that yeah. one day that I met somebody in college that was like pretty much geeking out over something like I would, only it was Star Wars. And it just weirded me out for all of 10 seconds till I realized, oh, yeah, people can be obsessed with all sorts of things, can't they? Yeah, right. It's, uh, these things happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We've gone long enough. Let's go ahead and close this show out. So we're going to play the Ending Legion promo. And immediately after that, we're going to have B. Arthur singing good night, but not farewell or goodbye. Hells or, yeah. Yeah, good night, but not goodbye. Right after this. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Metal Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho-Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found. Just one more round, friend, then homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend, and then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend, yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend, time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye. Just one more drop, friend, before we stop, friend. One more moment, face to face. Next time you're driving. Oh, God, that is truly awful. Even playing underneath the voice right that now of us talking. Something else, isn't it? <laughs> that makes all of your off key singing seem not so fucking horrible, actually. Right? Yeah, yeah. You don't know a good thing when you have it. <laughs> If you'd like to find the other previous instances or the 421 previous instances where I have maybe walked back some of the harsh things I've had to say about Matt's atrocious singing voice, you can all find them at legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema. I mean, atrocious sounds a little bit rude, but whatever. (laughs) Accurate and rude can often intersect in a Venn diagram. Yeah, I guess, but I'm just saying, damn, (laughs) mean... (laughs) 
If you think I should not reference Venn diagrams and or be so mean to Matt on the show, you can reach out to me on the Legion Discord chat to let me know. Yeah. Why don't you be nice? <laughs> Jesus. One of the things that I do that is actually nice is our meme repository, Cinema underscore PsyOps, available on Instagram. Those memes are then shared to our Facebook page, Cinema PsyOps, and our Facebook group, Cinema PsyOps, to, you know, basically. Yeah, that disseminate. is a really nice guy. That's a nice guy move right there. <laughs> giving a nice place for all the memes. That's a nice guy move. Yeah, I'm trying to make everybody laugh, and I'm just trying to, you know, brighten yeah. somebody's day bring, just a little bit. Bring some enjoyment into this godforsaken world. <laughs> and if you would once again like to reach out to me to tell me to be nicer to Matt and or stop making reference to Venn diagrams. I'm also available as Court PsyOps through the Messenger at Facebook as well. Whatever you got to do, you know, whatever you got to (laughs) do. Well, while you're out there wishing that we would have covered something besides the Star Wars Holiday Special, kick the fuck out of this weekend (laughs) and get your pitch. probably heard that right yep all right let's go ahead and recording recording in progress go ahead and give me a three, one. Two, one. Yep. three two one there we go and we are ready to roll on the last of the boss tribute episodes which is the star wars holiday special Woo! <laughs> some hard to solve some star wars holiday bullshit yay oh god god almighty yeah <laughs> here we go let's talk about it there wishing that we would have covered something besides the Star Wars Holiday Special. Kick the fuck out of this weekend. Make it your bitch. Okay. All right. So then no show in the next two weeks. Yes. Recording stopped.